I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. In today's Entitled Parents episode, I've got for you a phenomenal update to a story I covered about a month ago. Now, don't worry, we're gonna get into that and I'm gonna give you a reminder of what happened and also tell you about the previous video so you don't feel out of the loop. But before we get into the update, first of all, I did the marathon, my friends. We got it done. It was extremely tough, but I just wanted to let you know how it went. I've given Steve-O the power to include any videos and any photos that he wants to of me running it on screen right now. So if you are watching on YouTube, yeah, enjoy. There are some that are absolutely terrible of me, just looking like absolutely, insert swear word here. Uh, There are some good ones earlier on in the marathon, but yeah, by the end, I was absolutely, again, effed is all I can say. Got it done though. Got my goal time by, what was it? 32 seconds in the end. It was very, very close over such long distance. Three hours, 29 minutes and 28 seconds. I wanted 3.30 and we got there. So I'm delighted. It was a great day. And uh, yeah, we've raised now five and a half thousand pounds. Pretty elite from you lot absolutely insane amount of money and of course i'm gonna get to some shout outs at the end of this episode uh if you're not on youtube if you're listening on a podcast platform head on over to my youtube channel link down below or my instagram post in which you can see some of the stuff that's on screen right now yeah good stuff all around it's a pretty amazing day i'm definitely gonna do one again soon and um yeah the whole experience was was amazing and topping it off by raising five and a half thousand pounds nuts Thank you guys so much. And of course, that also means that coming soon, I will be making a video of me fully dressed in Karen attire. Don't worry, that is gonna come. I I need to go and get the wig and the lipstick and the the sunglasses from my house and bring it here and do the vid. I don't know when that's gonna be, probably next week. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that one. It's gonna be a banger. But for this episode, as I said, we have an update to a story. It's a phenomenal update. First of all, the video thumbnail is on screen right now of the previous video. That story is actually halfway through that video. So it's a little bit confusing around the seven minute mark. If you do wanna go and watch that first, I do recommend it. I think a lot of you though will have already seen it. Now I'm gonna give you a quick overview of what happened in that one, but again, to get the full context, go and watch that one first. It was all about Step Monster, and unfortunately, she split the lip of OP's child. If you remember, it got a little bit crazy. Restraining orders were demanded. There was a wedding that she was no longer invited to, and yeah, the words no contact were used quite a lot. That's all I'll say. Again, if you want more context, go and watch the original. But for now, let's get in, finally, to the update to that one. Update on Stepmonster, my family, and my kids. I'll start off by probably disappointing a lot of people. We're coming to terms with the fact that it's unlikely Stepmonster will get anything more than a slap on the wrist. Me and Jane, my fiance, are discussing our next move with our lawyer, but we're still not sure how we're going to move forward. It's too early to tell anyway, so we're trying not to get ahead of ourselves any more than we already have. However, I'm relieved to announce that we're getting started on the process of a restraining order against 
step monster. We're using the same evidence we gathered the week following the incident, including the nanny cam footage and pictures of Luke, and we'll focus on that for the time being. I still haven't spoken to my father. My sister is still in low contact, but is seriously considering cutting ties with him. Because my sister is the only one on my side that still talks to him, my father keeps trying to ask her about me and whether I've calmed down yet. According to her, he's annoyed that half of his family refuses to talk to him, but still doesn't seem to accept why. I told my sister that she doesn't need to keep playing messenger pigeon between me and our father. I never asked her to do it, and it's clearly taking a toll on her. But she insists she'll stop when it feels right. By the way, there is absolutely no doubt whether Step Monster attacked Luke. Not only did Luke say it the moment we got home, but that was also confirmed by my father in a failed attempt to defend her behavior. He never tried to hide it from us. That, and the fact that he gave Luke an ice bag, is literally the only positive thing I can say about his actions. And Stepmonster was too busy screaming about how much of a whining brat Luke was being to deny it. To those who guess that Stepmonster is younger than my dad, you get an invisible cookie. She's also five years younger than his previous girlfriend. They got together when I was around 15. Also, Stepbrother is only a month older than me. She turns 50 later this year, had him at 21, married his father a year later. Both our kids are doing mostly okay. Luke's back to running around the house in his Superman costume whenever he doesn't have anything better to do. He did have a few nightmares this past week and has asked to sleep on our bed twice. We don't mention my father around him and he's still seeing his counselor. Our 14th month old son has learned two new words, hi and bye, and Luke is trying to teach him to say his name. Jane's sister, who moved away for college, is coming over for a couple of days to celebrate her 21st birthday later this month. Luke's excited to see her, and Jane's excited to get drunk with her. I can't say I blame her. We're hoping her presence will cheer us all up. I'm not doing so good, and neither is Jane. She's usually the kind of person who tries to keep her negative emotions to herself, but she's cried herself to sleep almost every night the week it happened. It breaks my heart to see her like that, and I can't help but feel like this is my fault. There's a part of me trying to tell me I had no way of knowing Stepmonster would do anything like that, but that doesn't really change anything. I allowed my father near my kids unsupervised, even though I knew she'd probably tag along. This is the guiltiest I've ever felt, and I don't think I'll ever forgive myself. Jane has been improving lately and is trying to convince me to see a therapist. I've never really done that before, apart from a psychiatrist when I was younger, but now feels like a good time to give it a try. I was surprised by a few messages this week from people telling me to forgive my father and stepmonster, as well as re-invite them to the wedding. That is not happening. In fact, I'm not willing to ever forgive Stepmonster. My dad has now degraded to a huge maybe, but I will never understand or forget what she did. Also, though the wedding is the last thing on our minds right now, we're not postponing it. We considered rescheduling, but the date we'd settled on is pretty much the only one that works for our guests. We have passwords with all our vendors and gave them all clear instructions not to talk to anyone but us. Jane's family is bigger and closer to each other, which is why they're more involved in the wedding than mine. But I do have family participating. My sister is one of the bridesmaids, two of my cousins are groomsmen, and my mum is walking down the aisle with the wedding party. Going through all of this with Jane has made me understand even more just how much I love this woman. I couldn't ask for a better partner to start a family with, and I have no idea what I'd do without her. This didn't tear us apart, and I couldn't be more thankful. I probably won't make any more updates until after the wedding, unless something big happens. In the meantime, as always, 
best wishes to all of you well guys it turns out that something big did happen as just last week we got another update this is now the fourth installment in this saga i didn't plan on updating again before the wedding but something pretty huge happened the good news is that we got the restraining order the bad news is that me and jane had to see both stepmonster and my father at the court hearing This was our first time seeing them since we kicked them out of our house over a month ago and neither of us were looking forward to it. We left the kids with Jane's brother and sister-in-law so at least Luke didn't have to see them. The hearing itself went a lot quicker than I expected. I'll give credit where it's due. My father was, at the very least, smart enough to understand there was no way they were winning this. There was a lot of evidence against them. Not only did we have the nanny cam footage and Luke's pictures and medical record, but my sister had also gathered every text and email Stepmonster had sent her and the family about what happened. And Stepmonster hates speaking on the phone, so there were a lot of those. They didn't even bother to get an attorney for the hearing. The judge granted us a protection order against Stepmonster. She's not allowed within 500 feet of us or our property anymore. We're changing all our locks this week, and I'm thinking about changing my phone number as well. I have to admit, the moment we left the courthouse was the safest I'd felt since this whole ordeal started. Jane was closer tearing up with joy when we got to the car. We picked up the kids and went to McDonald's with my brother-in-law and his family to celebrate. Hours later, my father called me. The order doesn't extend to him, so he can still do that. Jane and the kids were in bed, so I answered. Now, I didn't expect him to change his mind and apologize all of a sudden, but I decided to give him one last chance. He tried to start some awkward small talk, but I told him to get to the point. He asked me if the order was truly necessary. I stated very clearly that Stepmonster was never coming near Jane or my children again and that I was glad I had a restraining order to formalize that. Every excuse he had for Stepmonster was pretty easy to shut down. But she only hit him once. Yep, and that's enough for me. The kids need their grandma. She's not their grandma though, mum is. She's my wife. You need to respect her. She attacked Luke. She disrespected my family in my own house. I don't owe her anything, least of all my respect. He then went on a rant about family, how much of a godsend Stepmonster was, and everything she'd done for me and my sister since she came into our lives. I replied by listing every time I could remember about her lying, overstepping a boundary, or acting unhinged around me, my family, or my sister. I brought up both my adult life and my youth. Examples included her attempts to hijack most of our milestones, Recently, our wedding plans, our son's birth, Jane's baby shower, and my sister's college graduation. Her obsession with the idea of a perfect family, and of course, her disgusting attitude towards Luke. I also made sure to mention her habits of going through mine and my sister's stuff when we were younger. It's trivial compared to everything else, but this behavior went on until my sister moved out of their house only three months ago. We're pretty sure she found out about Jane's wedding dress appointments by reading my sister's planner while she wasn't home for instance. Some of the memories I mentioned are long and hard to explain, but they did cement the fact that Stepmonster means nothing to me. He tried to go with the whole, she doesn't feel included excuse again, but I shut him up. I said he'd had the opportunity to protect his grandchildren, but had chosen his monster of a wife instead, and that's enough for me to want nothing to do with him. I hung up without saying goodbye. My sister told me he called her afterwards, and she told him she was going no contact with him as well. I think we're both starting to accept our father won't change. It sucks, but he's made his priorities clear, and his children and grandkids aren't among them. For now, that's it. 
Now that they're fresh in my mind, I'm thinking about sharing some of the stories I reminded my father of, but that's going to take a while. Until then, as always, best wishes to all of you. And there we go. For now, that is the end of the Step Monster saga as it stands. Although the wedding hasn't happened yet. As OP said, that is happening in July. And, and to be honest, there's still a couple of months to go until then. And I reckon that we're going to well i don't know good or bad we're gonna get an update i'm pretty sure and we're gonna get some drama maybe hopefully not at the wedding itself but certainly around it can you imagine if step monster and op's dad show up to the wedding and just ruin that day i would not put it past both of them despite the restraining order i feel like this story still has more legs unfortunately for op i will say though it's a great thing that you do have that restraining order in place and that there are now legalities stopping step monster from doing anything too crazy again i, I wouldn't feel too guilty about it y you can't really know what an individual is gonna do yeah i'm sure you had your doubts but you have to remember that your dad did raise you you were under his like control and i guess guidance and parenting for so long and you're okay so you can't have imagined the worst of the worst to happen. It's, you know, you can't have imagined that, that Luke would have had this terrible thing done to him. So I wouldn't blame yourself. Look, stuff happens. It's a horrible experience. I'm sure you'll be okay, though. Your family in the long run and you guys will get over it. It's a tough one. But yeah, as I said, it's not your fault that this happened. It really isn't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, now moving on to our second entitled parent story of this episode. Entitled house cleaner brings her children children trash my home i've got to put this out here this is the most absurd entitled parent situation that i've personally encountered my husband and i look to hire a local husband and wife small business to clean and do maintenance projects on our house before our baby comes in a few weeks they came by tonight to take a look at the projects and surprise brought their three elementary age children no biggie i thought not ideal but i like children and i like the idea of our home being a welcoming place for them we'll let it go we opened the door and the children scattered all three took off screaming in a different direction with their shoes on one ended up in my bedroom and two on different ends of the living room where they all started pulling my daughter's carefully organized orderly toys off the shelves at an extremely rapid pace well they sure made themselves at home the mum beamed they sure love your house i tried to orient the parents quickly so they would leave asap and the oldest child noticed our loft which is our playroom slash library and is also carefully organized and decorated with love with various handcrafted elements and they all raced upstairs we have four kids of our own but manage to mostly keep things orderly each toy has a place we have some small and breakable pieces from my and my husband's childhood all the books are shelved alphabetically in categories all three children started shrieking at the sight of the room i was trying to wrap up discussion with the mum. then the stomping started and the clanging it sounded like jumping off furniture i paused for the mum to say something but she didn't even bat an eyelash then came a crash that could only have been furniture falling over. Again, mum didn't so much as comment. My husband ran upstairs, alarmed. The youngest one, four maybe, then raced down needing to go potty urgently. Three of our four bathrooms need service, which is why we were hiring these people. So the only bathroom available was our master bath. 
where we have chicks in an incubator as I showed the child where to go She got distracted by the chicks and screamed to the older kids upstairs to come and see come and see come and see now So the older two came barreling and yelling shoes on through my bedroom and bathroom And the small one didn't quite make it to the toilet in the excitement This all happened in the like 15 minutes I thought we'd be quickly introducing the adult contractors to the projects and negotiating pay This was bizarre and horrible, I thought, but we'll just have them do the job tomorrow and not work with them again. But then, two of the kids started to tantrum when it was time for them to leave. Notably, without putting away a single toy they'd disassembled and strewn about. Mum says, It's okay, we'll be back so you can play more with them tomorrow. What the frick? She was expecting to bring the children and leave them unsupervised in my home. Or maybe she expected me to provide childcare while she performed tasks clearly unsafe for children in closed-off rooms for seven hours. Of course, we are cancelling. I'm almost too shocked to even be upset. I just checked upstairs and found a shelf of books partially toppled. Every toy in the living room is in pieces on the floor. P is not in the toilet. It happens so fast. I just can't. I just... What? And there we go. What a story to end the vid. I mean, Jesus. (laughs) That's one of the most barbaric set of entitled children I guess I've ever come across. The fact they just storm into your house and just treat it like their own instantly. And the parents say, yeah. Good stuff, kids. We'll be back tomorrow to finish the job of absolutely destroying everything. Wow. Took me by surprise, and um, I'm not surprised it took you by surprise also. Now, before we end today's episode, as I said, I have a lot of shout-outs to give you all. Thank you so much to everyone that's donated. Without further ado, let's get into them. I do want to say, guys, as well, that you can still donate to the page. I know I've finished the marathon now, but this page will never close. You will always be able to donate to it. The link, as always, as it has been for the past few months, is down below in the description. You can still give. The money that you give, of course, will still have the same impact as it did before I did the marathon. So yeah, still a great thing to do. What I will say though, is I'm going to do one more set of shout outs sometime next week in an episode and then i'll probably leave it because i don't want to take away from the content but just know that any donations in the future whenever you do them will be very much appreciated without further ado here we go katie says my husband was handicapped and his dream was to travel to children's hospitals so he could dress like a clown and make sick kids smile i lost him to COVID in february this would make him happy oh wow that's an amazing message i'm so sorry to hear that obviously but you know katie thank you so much for the donation and of course my serious condolences sybil something to help you reach your target sybil thank you very much hanifa congratulations on hitting the 5k goal smashed it amazed to see so many people donate to this course yeah it is amazing so many supporters it's been unbelievable also vids are a lifesaver during my long gaps during lectures in uni between the lectures hanifa thank you so much for a very sizable donation i must say and another one from d one of my best friends has a disabled little brother so i've seen how it can affect a family good luck jack thank you very much d indeed there we go great little bit of chat there i will say the one thing that i love about raising money for this charity in particular is that no matter the disability they help so it's really good you know a lot of charities i mean all charities great but a lot are very very specialized to one thing so it's quite tough to get everyone behind that very specialized cause whereas this is just any disability everyone knows someone with a disability so it's 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 a really good charity in my opinion to raise money for that is gareth an impressive undertaking for a great cause good luck and keep up the white tea videos thank you gareth kieran my friend thank you so much a very sizable donation a little flex on the haters there from bugsy good man george an FPL legend. Well done, mate, and good luck. Thank you very much, George, my friend. Tom, 
Good man. The big man. Cannot wait to see you smash out the park tomorrow. Tom actually came and watched me. What a legend. Strava's from you have been off a work of art recently. Good luck to you, Giza. Thank you, mate. And thank you very much for the support. Likewise, Sean. Gotta go fast. I tried, my friend. I did try. And Harry. An inspiration. Best of luck, mate. Drink it in, but stay disciplined. I think I did, you know. I, I think I paced it as well as I possibly could have done. I was pretty dead by the end, but the training was good and I had enough in the legs to do a little bit of a little bit of a sprint to make sure I got there in time. I say sprint, it was a it was a sprint for me when I was pretty much dead. But I, I, I put I put myself I put myself in the ringer. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow during and post. It was a very good day. Thank you very much, Harry, for coming along. Max, good luck, mate. Keep calm and barry on. If you know, you know. Now Max uh, actually well, I'll show you Max right here, actually. Max is one of my good mates. I ran this half marathon with him. He's a very good runner. And he actually got sub three in the London Marathon, 2.57. Elite time from a, for a very elite runner. Very talented man. Um, and he gave a very nice donation. There you go, Max, thank you very much. Irish money traveler. I found your videos during lockdown and my uncle is also running the marathon. So we're going to see it. Who knows, you might have seen me. I'm sad I can't give any more, but I'm only 11. Anyway, keep up the great work. Jake. It was all going so well until the end. I hope your uncle had a, uh, a good mara. Good man right there. Daria, again, good luck at the marathon today. You're awesome for doing this. You're awesome for donating about five times. Legend, Daria. Kimber, hey, sorry I couldn't donate much, but fantastic what you're doing for the kids. Watching the marathon now, a live donation. Maybe you saw me, maybe you did, who knows. Ness and Chris, couple of goats there. Congratulations, glad all your hard work paid off. Guy, good luck in the Edinburgh Marathon, is what I'll say. Thank you very much for the donation, guys. Likewise, Annie and Todd, we're getting some, we're getting some family friend donations in. Great time, Jack, impressive. Thank you, guys. Anonymous, one of my best friends here, $50. I don't, why, why anonymous? Just put, your little, put a something, put an initial, but thank you nonetheless. Thomas has been listening to the podcast for years and has really enjoyed it. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Thomas. Andy Hassan, good man right there. Another runner who uh, who did the marathon himself. Great time. What a great cause and fantastic time, Jack. You should feel very proud this morning and planning your next one. Don't you worry, Andy. I'm going to I'm gonna get some inspiration from you. We're going to go again. I'm not entirely sure when. I'm going to have some time off, obviously, but at some point we'll go again. It, it was too fun not to go again. Anonymous with a 10. Thank you. Susie. Thank you very much for the donation, you absolute legend. Chaz Masters with the five. There he is, the paddle pro himself. And finally, Morg, one of my good uni mates, who's probably going to beat me in Fantasy Premier League this year, sadly, with the well done, sir. And that is going to do it. Guys, once again, thank you very much to anyone that has donated recently or in the past, whenever. It's very much appreciated as always. Again, just to reiterate, I'll be doing one more set of shout outs sometime next week. So if you want a shout out, get your donations in right now. If not, donate whenever. It doesn't really matter. All the money is going to an amazing charity. Thank you once again for everyone that has supported me throughout. And yeah, I'll see you tomorrow with a brand new Reddit video. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.